Hey everyone, my name is Davin Rushdrum, and for those of you who may not know who I am, I'm a Marine Corps veteran, former law enforcement officer, and current sports marketing and media student at Full Sail University. I actually graduate in June of next year, and thank God, guys, because although I've learned a lot, I'm ready to be done with school, man. Um, that being said, I live in Washington, D.C., uh, as you can imagine, I love sports, specifically DC sports, and I'm one of two hosts for the Yeah I Set Up podcast. Nick's the other host, but I'll let him introduce himself another time. Uh, here on the Yeah I Set Up podcast, Nick and I share our thoughts on local professional sports teams such as the Commanders, Capitals, Wizards, Nationals, among others. Uh, with that being said, I wanted to get on here and discuss two games that happened here within the last week. The first being the Wizards versus the Miami Heat game that happened last night. As you may all know, last night was the return of Wizards legends Karan Butler, Antoine Jameson, and Agent Zero Gilbert Arenas. Uh, I'm sure it was a great night for them as they got to hang out, reminisce, and get framed throwback jerseys. But for Wizards fans watching the game such as myself, that game was a huge disappointment. We faced a Miami Heat team that was missing Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Tyler Hero, and we still had to hit a game-tying three, thank you Kyle Kuzma, just to make it to overtime to beat this team by one measly point. That's right, one point. The final to that game was 107-106. to So. We actually played better defense in overtime than we did in the four other quarters of the game. At least that's what it looked like to me. I'm sure fatigue played a factor, but when you only allow the Heat to score two points in overtime, which were from free throws, by the way, I expect you to win the game by more than one point. And honestly, with the way that Kyle Lowry played last night, we were lucky to have won that game at all. Lowry had a triple-double. He had 24 points, 10 rebounds, and 15 assists. But we did do some good things too, right? So we put Porzingis at the top of the paint or in the paint. And what that did is it forced the Heat to keep three players in that general vicinity, which opened up passing lanes and opened up some threes at the corners for us. But when we get those three-point opportunities, we have to take advantage of them. Like I said before, when we play a team that only has seven players available, we have to win by more than one point. We didn't do Jack shit on offense in overtime. Not shit. Um, I did hear Przinga say after the game, though, that he hopes that the Heat has everyone back next week when we play him. I think we play him twice. Uh, so when we play him, we can kind of see like where we measure up with him. And just like Przingis, I'd like to see that too. But if we play like we did last night, when we play him again next week, we're going to lose, and I mean lose bad. We have to play better defense on a more consistent basis if we hope to do anything this year, which for me, I don't know about you guys, I hope that or at least see us making the playoffs, right? How far we go in the playoffs, I don't know. I mean, we all have a feeling, but if we could play better defense, you know, this team could go far, a long way, you know. Um, but if we keep playing defense like we're playing now, we ain't going to make it to the playoffs. And how about some props for Coach Wes Unseld for sensing that we needed some new energy in the game, you know, late in that game, and he put in Taj Gibson. And props to Gibson as well, man. He hadn't seen any action this year, and when his number was called, he stepped up and he helped us 
get a win by doing all the small things, right? That's that veteran leadership. Um, that's all I have to say about that game. Uh, if you guys have anything that you'd like to say about that, please feel free to hit me up on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at DRunnerstrom. Um, now let's talk about the Washington Commanders. They headed into a rivalry game this past Monday night, and they faced the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles in Philly. And no one gave us a chance to win this game. You know how you know, before games they have the analysts choosing who they think is going to win the game, who's going to lose the game. Well, mostly just who's going to win the game. Well, everyone picked the Eagles except for our former quarterback, Alex Smith, who chose us to win the game. And by doing so, he was eating like a, a commander-shaped pretzel. I don't, I don't know where they got those, like who made those. Uh, it's probably not easy to do. Um, and, of course, us commanders fans knew we were going to win that game. Uh it was an exciting game, man, but I feel like I was going to have a fucking heart attack. I was sitting on the couch just waiting for Jalen Hurst to make a game-winning touchdown throw to either, you know, A.J. Brown or uh, Devonta Smith. Luckily, he didn't, but there was one play in the fourth quarter when there was about six minutes left in the game where he hit Watkins over the middle for a big game. But as soon as he got up, Benjamin St. Juice punched the ball out. Uh, we recovered it. And thank God luck was on our side for that game, man. And by luck, I mean all of those turnovers. Uh, you know, every time it looks like we're going to pull off a win, something happens, and we end up losing. Well, not this time. This time we ran the ball, getting 152 rush yards, and Heineke did his job by managing to get Scary Terry the ball eight times for a total of 128 yards, something I don't feel like we do enough of. We've done a lot more now that Heineke has been – placed in the starting quarterback position and that he's going to stay there, um, you know, with Carson Wentz going down with the injury. But, you know, speaking on that for a brief second, I think it would be a mistake for us to to pull Heineke and put Carson back in because the offense just flows so much better with Heineke. Uh, I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, let's keep that shit up uh, because I like wins and not all the L's we were getting with Carson. Uh you know, at Coach Rivera and his defensive staff did a great job, uh, you know, Jack Del Rio, of identifying Philly's weakness, which is the run defense that's allowed an average of 125 yards per game this season. If I'm not mistaken, that's like 20, 21st in the league. Uh, but they did, you know, after our game, they got, we ain't got to play him again, go outside of Dominican Sue and another defensive tackle and – uh, once it's Linville Joseph used to play for the Chargers. I'm not 100 sure, but I think that's who it is. And thank you, Commanders defense, for getting us all them turnovers. Thank you. Uh, you know, moving on to this upcoming week. Tomorrow we have the Houston Texans that have one win on the season. Uh, one thing that we can't do is underestimate them. Uh, because if we do, we could end up losing just like Philly on Monday. Sorry, not sorry, but I had to throw that in there one more time. Uh, unfortunately, we won't see Chase Young this week, at least not on the field, as the commanders officially listed him as out today. Uh, his partner in crime, Montez Sweat, has four sacks on the year. Hopefully he'll get a few more tomorrow, but he should get more pressures on the quarterback when Chase Young is activated from IR, which the commanders have until this upcoming Wednesday to do. Uh, and that's all I have to say this week, guys. 
that's it for this episode of Yeah, I Said It. I hope you all have a great week. And as always, hell to the commanders.